This is the EPLOG audio experience. We all love stories as they bring to us insights or reflections of life. I am Anaga Hunurkar bringing Lockdown Tales from India on EPLOG Media. Audio stories of how the life of simple folks, men, women and children hovered in the shadow of the world pandemic of COVID-19 that has been infecting millions the world over. Lockdown is the voice of those who were not infected yet affected. Today's story is Lalit Lata Honeymoon during the virus spread. Lalit and Lata were recently married in a hurry in the first week of March 2020 and were to leave for honeymoon to Nepal. Lalit, please factor in that there are some rituals post the wedding, told Lalit's mother as he was finalizing the dates to book tickets for the honeymoon. And yes, also remember We have to go to Shirdi too for performing the Thanksgiving puja, she continued. Normally, it was the family tradition to take the blessings of the family deity. So, the newlyweds visited the ancestral village. However, lately, there was no one staying in the village and the property was also sold off. Thus, there were no routes to return to. Taking into consideration all these factors, Lalit had booked for 13th March 2020. They were to return by 18th March 2020. His buddy since childhood, Suresh, had told him, Honeymoon is the best time of all your wedded life. So, wherever you go, see that you choose the best. Hence, although a short trip, Lalit wanted to make the best of it. He was to finalize other places too. But in the meantime, the COVID-19 scare had gathered steam and everyone advised him just to limit his touring to Kathmandu and return. It was risky to move around. His mother wanted him to cancel the trip. But Lalit was not to let go an opportunity of a lifetime, especially when he knew that afterwards, They had to stay away for almost about a year as both were completing their PhD programs and were in the final stages of their doctoral thesis. In fact, they did not want to marry then because they wanted to focus on completion of the PhD program. However, Lalit's grandmother, a centenarian, was ailing and wanted to see the wedding of her grandson before she closed her eyes. Hence, everything was arranged at short notice. In fact, they both had met about three years back as doctoral students at a conference. Since they were pursuing a doctoral program in management, although their individual thesis itself was different, they were in touch with each other since then. Neither Lata nor Lalit were thinking of each other as life partners. They were good friends and were having their own circle of friends at the universities that they studied. Lalit was in London Business School while Lata was in Melbourne. Lata was the only child and her parents too were very keen to marry her off. Lata had actually liked Harry 
a doctoral student in Melbourne, but she knew that her orthodox parents would never accept the alliance. She too loved her parents dearly and did not want to be selfishly looking at her happiness alone. As years passed, Lalit started getting pressured from his family to finalize an alliance, especially due to his aging grandmother. Lalit was particularly attached to his grandmother and could understand her fully. Lalit had seen the prospective girls and none was to his liking. He instead was thinking of Lata as both were Marwari and if their horoscope would match, his family would be more than happy for the alliance. He could not muster up courage to ask Lata directly. Their families were hailing from Jaipur. Once, when his mother was persuading him on the issue of an alliance, he happened to mention about Lata and gave her all coordinates that he knew of her. Lalit was very sure that Lata was the type of bride that he would want to marry. Lalit's mother then set about to track Lata's parents. In no time, they were able to connect to each other. The horoscopes matched perfectly. It was now left to Lata's mother to talk to her daughter about Lalit. The first time when her mother mentioned about the alliance, Lata was surprised and asked Lalit about it. Lalit admitted that he had liked her and if the families agreed, would always be happy to marry her. Lata did not know whether to blush or to get annoyed. It all had struck like a thunderbolt. She thought about the prospect and finally gave in only on one condition, that she will marry only after she finished her doctoral program. Both families had no problem because it was just a year away and suited Lalit too. They had come down to Jaipur in the Christmas holidays when the engagement ceremony took place with both the families being delighted about the match. Lalit and Lata were looking perfectly made for each other. They soon flew back to their destinations and returned to their routines. As 2020 set in, Lalit's grandmother took ill. Each progressing day, her health was deteriorating and she kept asking for Lalit. Lalit's parents requested Lata's parents to consider an early marriage because the wedding announcement itself may make the grand old lady happy, they felt. That's how everything was rushed and the wedding took place in the presence of the grandmother. As doctoral students, this sudden development had greatly jeopardized their schedule and it was possible that their program could get delayed by another six months. Both did not have any choice. After the wedding, there were some other rituals and visits, after which they left for Kathmandu. They were to fly back to their respective destinations on 20th March 2020. By this time, the COVID-19 was declared as a world pandemic and they were not sure whether they would even get to go to Kathmandu. As they checked in at the airport, 
with masks on their face and social distancing as the mantra honeymoon sounded strange the airport bore a deserted look and the air conditioning too was turned off the flight itself got delayed by about 40 minutes and every passing moment there was that lurking uncertainty finally the airplane took off and landed at the tribhuvan airport in kathmandu nepal had declared 2020 as the year of tourism and there were campaign placards everywhere yet there was a solemn look on all travelers faces among the travelers there were returning students business people migrants people of all sorts but the two of them were different it was the only unique honeymoon couple in fact tourism was almost seen absent everywhere lata chuckled to herself there was a special form to be filled up and thermal checking was done at the immigration the pickup car for taj vivanta was in the waiting and they reached hotel in about 20 minutes after the welcome drink and other formalities they were ushered into the room on the ninth floor it was a nice room overlooking the city they quickly freshened up to have dinner and then settled to their room lalit was a foodie and loved good food with a sumptuous dinner he was feeling a bit heavy and at the same time he was looking forward for the sweet union tonight as they changed to their night suits they were generally chit-chatting about the days gone by about the danger of covid-19 and how some countries had already announced a lockdown every channel on the tv was talking of covid-19 whether it was a business channel a news channel or even a general channel while all this was going on there was a different storm within lata she could not find the completeness because she still kept thinking of harry she knew her decision to marry was right given the context of her family but her heart seemed to revolt she wanted to be honest to lalit and thought it is better to tell everything still it was not late she stopped lalit in his talk and said she wanted to tell him something lalit was listening lalit i will be a sincere wife participating in our family matters cooking keeping the home keeping you satisfied my body is all yours but my heart would not be into it lalit found it queer He had read stories in his childhood about giants and demons keeping their souls in the hollow of some tree or in the eye of a bird or in a shell below the sea bed. Now this lady says her heart is not in her body. Surely she has not had her dinner properly. Why don't you have some fruits? You will feel full and such thoughts will not touch you, he said lovingly. Now it was Lata's turn to be stunned. <laughs> She had expected Lalit to get furious. On the contrary, here is a man who has taken it so cool. Lalit also thought that Lata is saying all this as the day's travels may have exhausted her. It's better he takes it all in her stride. So he turned over and was fast asleep in no time. 
Next day, when he woke up, Ratha was still sleeping. So, he got ready and went for a swim, leaving a small note, just in case she woke up and looked out for him. The swimming pool was on the terrace which was on the 11th floor. They had made a beautiful deck around and despite the cool climate, the pool was being warmed. He had a good half an hour swim. By this time, Lata had also joined and they were the only two enjoying the swim. In fact, even in the swimming pool, they had tried to keep distance lest things should not go awry. The hotel too, like their flight, was almost half empty. Thereafter, they had the steam and sauna. It was such a wonderful experience for they were just the two of them enjoying these spoils. After bath, they joined the lounge for a hearty breakfast. It was a grand spread of both Indian and continental cuisine. Here too, there were not many guests and the hotel staff was very courteous to serve. After a good leisurely breakfast, they were to go to the Patan Darbar Square to see the culturally rich heritage of Nepal's royalty. They preferred to walk together and as they sauntered across the stony pathway, Lata wanted to broach the subject thinking that she needs to explain it a bit elaborately. Lalit seemed not to have understood the purport of her words yesterday, she thought. As they were walking along, a small toddler quickly scurried across the road. She was about to get under the wheels of a passing car when Lalit deftly dived to catch hold of the girl just in time. Although he got a bit injured, the little girl was unscathed. Her mother came immediately rushing behind them and thanked Lalit profusely. All this happened in a jiffy and before long all were on their way. Patan Darbar Square was a collection of archaic buildings that formed the palace, temples and other buildings of the Malla dynasty. The bathing hall with an enclosure surrounded by 108 idols and a brass deity of Lakshmi Narayan was a piece d'art. The museum was a fusion of Hindu and Buddhist relics. Hinduism and Buddhism coexist in Nepal and in the same home there could be both Buddhist and Hindu followers. Most kings that ruled Nepal were however Hindus and the country was never colonized, they learned. As they were walking through the precincts and enjoying each other's company, Lata happened to spot a tamarind tree full with pods almost ready and ripe. She happened to point out towards a particular bunch and said that her mouth was watering. In no time, Lalit had already climbed the tree and the bunch was in Lata's hand. For your highness, Lalit was bending on his knees and offering the bunch to Lata. They both had a hearty laugh. On their way back to the hotel, Lata was again thinking about Harry and Lalit. Yet, this time, the thought process had changed course. There was not much difference in the way each faced a situation. She remembered how Harry would flee at the slightest hint of a danger. 
Both were equally intelligent, but Lalit scored over Harry because he was the kind of man that any lady would look forward to for safety and protection. Her heart that was springing hither thither was back in her body. She was now at ease because although she had married more for family respect rather than her own conviction, the happenings of the day had put a confirmatory stamp on her choice. The four days thereafter went singing like a lark. From the hotel deck, they got to see the Himalayas far away and once they got to see Mount Everest too. The cable car was also a fun ride. And so was the visit to Kathmandu Darbar Square, where they also got to see the Kumari. The Kumari, meaning young, is a tradition unique to Nepal. A Kumari is a prepubescent girl selected from the Shakya caste or Bajracharya clan of the Nepalese Nevari Buddhist community. The Kumari is revered and worshipped as a living goddess by some of the countries Hindus too. While there are several Kumaris throughout Nepal, with some cities having several, the best known is the Royal Kumari of Kathmandu and she lives in the Kumari Ghar, a palace in the centre of the city. They had been lucky to get to see her, the best of them all. When they had seen all the three Darbar square at different dynasties, including that of Bhaktapur, they realized that Kathmandu has been home to skillful artisans who had specialized in stone, wood, metal carvings as well as in miniature painting. The royal patronage had really allowed these crafts to prosper. The shops that were lined up were also full of different artifacts. The icing on the cake was the Pashupatina temple which they had decided to visit on Monday, the day of the Lord. After the darshan, they also witnessed the elaborate arti on the banks of the river Bagmati. They had really had a wonderful trip and now the only worry was whether their return flight was in time. Every day they were watching helplessly how country after country was closing down the international borders and it was also announced that some of the Indo-Nepal borders have also been closed. The air passage though was still open. They kept praying that all should go on smoothly. The flight was in time and took off from Kathmandu to seamlessly land at New Delhi. From there they were to go to Jaipur. As the plane was about to land, it suddenly took off again. Ha! The travellers were all confused until the captain announced that he had not got ground clearance and so they will be landing after a few minutes. They heaved a sigh of relief. Later on, the plane had a safe landing. All is well that ends well. And this was today's story. If you have liked this story, do write your thoughts in the comments. Share it with your friends and subscribe to Lockdown. Tales from India on EPLog Media website or any of your favorite podcast streaming apps like JioSavan, Hubhopper, Apple Podcasts to get updates of our latest stories. This is Anagha Hunurkar signing off. Thank you very much.